And this is the words that every son want to hear their father say, I'm so proud of you. Mm. I'm proud of you. When I look at you, I'm looking at me. You're doing everything I wanted to do. And, and I thank God for that moment. Yeah. What I've been wanting when I was small, <laughs> he gave it to me before my dad passed. Mm. And if I would have came out still bitter at my dad, if I would have came out like, man, he, you wasn't there for me, forget you, I don't want you in my life, don't try. If I would have came out with a stony heart, I would have missed out on that treasure. Yeah. So I want to encourage somebody that may be harboring unforgiveness towards your father, towards your mother, brother, whoever it is, let it go. Allow God to give you the grace to empower you to release them. Because God, God done a work in my heart and I would have missed out on that moment. Yep. When my father passed, just to know that I would have been living with regret if I'd never forgiven that man. Have you or someone you know had your life turned upside down because of your past? Of course I have. Everyone does background checks now, which makes it hard to bounce back. What do you believe? I believe your background shouldn't hold you back. It, sh it should pay you back. This podcast will inspire you, motivate you, and inform you with everything you need to rise above your past and, and not be afraid to say, go, go ahead, check my background. My name is Jaden Gum, and this is Background Check. You already know. Let's go. You can check my background. I'm a forgiving felon, so tell them that I won't back down now. You can bet I won't live in regret. It's time to earn some respect. You are tuning in to Background Check. Hey everyone, welcome to Background Check Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Gum, where we believe your background shouldn't hold you back, it should pay you back. You need to put a demand on your background to pay you back because it stole so much from you. Also brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with the past realize their future. And one of our episode sponsors now, this episode sponsored by The Way Back Reentry Program. Listen, let me tell you, uh, my friends over at The Way Back, T-Ray, Katie, uh, uh, Heather, all of the all of the people that work there are going to give you the most uh, amazing attention. They're going to build a relationship. Let me just let me read what the ad says first. Okay, the Wayback Reentry is an organization in Dallas that has been helping individuals just like you guys coming out of prison for over fifty years. They pride themselves on building a relationship with every person they serve. They truly care about your success. Uh, so when you get out, when you get out, now listen. If you're in another state. Okay, and you come to Dallas after you get through with your parole or interstate compact or whatever, you still qualify. You can still call the way back. All right, give them a call as soon as you're released, so you can start uh, your your reentry journey with the right services, support, uh, and, and also encouragement that you need. Okay, now that's the script, but let me just tell you, I've been working with with uh, those guys for years, and they really do like me care about your heart when you get out. All right, uh, they, they they do go in to I can't remember what unit it is they go into, but man, they they but they want to be there for you when when you get out. And there's not a lot of people that go in that will promise you that they're going to be there for you when you get out. Okay, like the masses, where this is what we do: bowels of freedom, the way back. All those guys, they want you to look them up when you get out, and uh, and we want to help you. All right, so. So they're our sponsor. The information uh, is on the screen now, but it's also at the end of the episode, all right? So uh, write them down. If you're coming anywhere near Dallas, look them up, all right? So let me see. I got I got, I got to stay on track, guys. Uh, it's been a crazy – it's been a crazy weekend. Uh, as you can see, I'm by myself, all right? I don't have – I have a different camera angle, 
but I don't have a, a co-host with me this week for announcements. So you, it's just me. You're stuck with me, and uh, and it's okay, right? Uh, Jessa is working on her campaign poster. All right, now she's inside right now. I took a picture, told her I'd post it on here. She's inside right now working on her campaign. She's running for, like, a class president or something. And so she's putting together a poster. And obviously our last name is Gum, so she's her, her slogan is Choose Jessa Gum. Uh, I'll stick with you. And and her, her campaign poster is a big juicy fruit gum, so a uh, stick of gum. So so pretty cool. But anyway, she's uh, she's working on that, and she really needs to finish that. And I needed to, I needed to record announcements right now to get you another episode out by Saturday night. Hopefully this hopefully when you see this, uh, you can see it before you go to bed Saturday night. All right. Uh, but we got some things we need to talk about. Let me see here. Uh, okay, letters. First of all. Every Wednesday, we get an update on the TDCJ website about new units coming off the lockdown. It's like a soft release, soft return. Uh, some of them, you know, don't have full staff yet still. Some staff are at other units helping other units get get through the lockdown. So, um, but man, there's probably 20 or 30, I think, off, off hard lockdown now. So we're really happy about that. And yes, some of you have called and made sure that I know that, um, you know, certain things are being done or not being done. Uh, that are con- contrary to what I said, and uh, I don't always get the details right. But so thank you guys for for you know letting us know what's going on at your unit, and uh, so that's great. Um, letters, letters, guys. I'm getting so far behind that we have uh, recruited uh, Gabby and Maria. Okay, first of all, guys, they are happily married, and so don't send them letters. Don't don't flirt with them. Don't do any of that. They're happily married, but they have decided they want to help correspond with you guys and gals. And uh, so they're going to help me read letters. They're going to, uh, I'm still going to read, read the letters. They're going to go through them and, and sort which ones need application. So please continue. If you need an application, okay. Uh, you don't need to write your whole story again out on the inside, but if you need an application, write it on the front so we can, we could send you one immediately. Okay. Uh, and yes, everybody's on digital mail now. So everybody's going to be going through, uh, through through Dallas Securus, and uh, you're going to get scanned. So application, when you get it on your tablet, send an I-60 to the mailroom to request to have that printed out. Okay, we're already getting some some printed out uh, applications, and uh, they look okay. They look okay. They're kind of small, so if you have a hard time reading them, let me know. And the same, th- same thing with the acceptance letter. When we send the acceptance letter in, you got to request to have that printed out and brought to you as well. All right? Let me see here. I just want to say hi to James Foot. I don't know if you're listening, but um, I just want to say hi to you, man. Uh, stay strong. St- stay with God. I'm praying for you, bud, okay? You you are going through some stuff, and your family is, but listen, you're going to make it. You're going to make it. We're all going to make it. You're going to make it, all right? So stay strong, all right, bud? Love you, man. Praying for you. Uh, let's see. Also, uh, on the application front as well, if you're a year or two out, don't don't write for an application now. Wait till you're about six to eight months and you're ready. All right, let's do that because you're gonna get lost in the shuffle. Uh, again, let's see. Again, reminder: we only have room for one SO, so uh, and it's filled and it's very rarely open. So I'm sorry if you're uh, if you're an SO and um, it we do take you. We do take you. Uh, and you can be on the waiting list right now. That waiting list is about 10 people long. And so I don't want to get, I don't want you to get your hopes up. All right. Um, but at the same time, if you can 
get out and go to a state-funded halfway house and and be in the neighborhood, be in the, the Dallas area. You can at least hang out with us. And uh, and if you're already out hanging out with us and a spot opens, then you're already out, so you can get spots. So uh, so just hang in there, and and I'm sorry. I, one day we're going to be able to have more uh, room for SOs. But uh, we love you guys, and uh, I promise we're doing everything we can to um, to make more room for you, all right? Let me see here. Um, listen, when you're writing to me and you're wanting an app, uh, you know, you don't ask me to pray about sending you an app because I'm just going to send you an app. I don't need to pray about that. I'm going to send you an app. Now, when you write, when you fill the app out, you send it back to me, then that's when we pray over your app. But we're not, we're going to send everybody an app. So we don't, we don't ask God to say who to send an app to and who not to. We're, he told us a long time ago, send an app to everybody. But when you get the app back and you start reading it, then pray to me and let me give you wisdom and let me give you discernment. And, uh, hey, look, we've had to tell some people no. And and they get mad at us and they think we're prideful and they think we're, you know, not Christian and they think we're all this. But we're not a fit for everybody, you know. Um, and it doesn't mean you can't come hang out with us when you get out, okay. There's just a specific fit for forgiven felons, spiritual fit, everything. And uh, and not everybody fits that. And um, I wish we did. I wish we were able to fit everybody. Uh, but that would mean we would need a lot more money to be able to house everybody that that applied. So uh, medical fit, you know, there's got to be a medical fit. Can't have a whole lot of major medical issues. Can't be on crutches. Can't be on wheelchair. Can't be on, you know, uh, we don't have the ability to do that. We don't own the house, so we can't make all those, you know, those changes. So just, uh, just be okay with that. Uh, let's see. Let's see. All right. Monday. So you should get this before Monday. Monday, September 18th is my spiritual birthday. Those of you who have been watching uh, on the audio podcast for a long time know that Monday the 18th is my spiritual birthday. Thank you to Michael Etchison and some other people that remember that and have already wished me a happy spiritual birthday. That is uh, September 18th, 2003. Okay. 20 years ago, I got locked up in solitary confinement after a fight. And, uh, and that's where my life turned around. I was in there for eight days. Seg for eight to eight days, and every day I had a different conversation with God, and um, and my life was never to be the same after that. Came out a new man, new new direction, new heart, new mindset, new people, places, and things. And here I am today, twenty years later. I see. I prayed a prayer when I was eight years old and asked Jesus into my heart. But September eighteenth, two thousand three, was the very first time in my life that I one hundred percent yielded my whole heart and whole life to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Up until then, it's just been 50-50. Even you, you heard me talk about 99%, but 100% on September 18th, 2003. And, and on Monday, that'll be exactly 20 years. And uh, so you also guys know that I'm celebrating 20 years sober from alcohol, from Jack Daniels, all right? So um, I love y'all. Uh, I'm praying for all of you who are still on lockdown, and I'm praying for you guys. Listen, if you didn't watch the last episode, Jason Head. Uh, he, man, he did a lot of time with you, just like you guys, a lot of time with you guys. And, uh, and he wrote a book from prison to periwinkles. He's, uh, owns heads up landscaping, all that. And, uh, it's a great episode. Uh, and so go check it out, man. Go check it out. Me and Jessa watched the cowboy game a little bit during the, uh, during the announcement. So it's a good one. But today, today, man, my heart, my heart is here today. So those of you who've watched the documentary, uh, Brian Dupore, 
is is uh, one of the guys in the documentary. Him and Princess Tapor. Prince, his wife was pregnant in the documentary, and uh, and so you know, I told you we're going to try to get guys on the documentary to come back and do an update. And so Brian Depore, uh, he 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 has his own ministry now with his wife called We Are One Kingdom Ministries. He goes into the the Beto, he goes into Pallage, he goes into Cofield, he goes back into the prisons, and uh, uh, and so today, you know, uh, he's on the episode. He's on. He, we interview him. Um, Last week, but now you're getting to see it this week. And uh, he's a friend. He's a dear friend. He, he invited me to be a groomsman in his wedding, and uh, and it was fun. You know, we came out dancing. <laughs> I, I might put a picture of us up there. Uh, and then, but he's just he's a he's a great man of God. He's a great father. He's a great husband. He's a great um, he's a great entrepreneur. He's a he's he's a great he's a great friend. And so. Uh, you're going to enjoy this episode. And he's got some really good pointers for, for for you and anyone who is having a hard time forgiving somebody they love in their family. And uh, it's, it's going to be amazing. And so at the very end of it, we play a special video. But um, but enjoy enjoy the episode with Brian Dupour from We Are One Kingdom Ministries. And I love y'all. Don't let your background hold you back. Make it pay you back. Have a good week. Hey everyone, welcome to Background Check Podcast. I'm your host, J-Dan Gum. Special, special episode today. I'm here with my good friend, Brian Dupour. Welcome, Brian. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Finally made it in the building. Oh man, Brian, 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 Brian. Welcome to uh, Background Check Podcast. You ready to do a background check? I'm ready. This is the one, check it. This is one that you pass. Yeah. The, you know, like on, on, our, um, on our intro, it says... We believe your background shouldn't hold you back; it should pay you back. Yeah, yeah. wow. You know what I mean? I love it because the Bible it. says a, a thief uh, should steal no more and pay back seven times. So the background, our background, stole from us relationships, times, money, uh, whatever. That's it. And, and 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 we're making a demand on our background. Come on, to pay us back. And every time we share our story, yeah, it's paying us back. Every time it. we, whatever, run your business, do whatever. Every time you share in front of one person or thousands. Your background is paying you back, I and love so it. Uh, thank you so much, man. It's been how many years it's since we first met? Five, six years. Okay, six years, six years. Okay, October. I've known your parents longer because yeah. we got to talk to them on the phone. Uh, those of you who haven't who haven't watched the documentary um, or heard any ever me talking about it, um, Brian came and stayed for just a few months at Forgiven Felons. Get back on his feet. Yeah. Most guys, most guys need a lot longer. Brian was one of those guys who had. Um, you you wrote down goals, and within six months yeah. you had all of them done, and and that's incredible. And so Brian didn't need much long to get on his feet because he already had a plan. He was determined. He was motivated, and uh, and and we were just there to facilitate any part of his plan that we could. And uh, and so so now, uh, you if you're if you're in prison, and you've seen the documentary, you know that he got married. Mm. You know that he ministers. You know that uh, she had a, she had a little baby bump going on in the documentary. So, Brian, tell us about where you are now, and uh, if you want to kind of tie it into like, well, since the documentary, and then kind of work your way up to now, then do that. Absolutely. So, since the um, documentary, my wife and I had our um, youngest son, Josiah, uh, Josiah Dupar, just like Josiah in the Bible, King Josiah. Nice. Um, How old is Josiah now? He is. He five? just made four. Made four. Okay. Just made. Yeah, because in the documentary he was done five years ago mm-hmm. and she was pregnant. So. Yep. All right. Just made four. He think he run the house. 
you know, I have to. <laughs> you're not king yet. Hey, I got I got two queens, and they think they <laughs> they think they run the house too. Yes. So uh, since then, uh, Josiah been growing. He's in school now. Um, I have my eldest son, Brian. He's a junior. Brian Dupar. He he has came to stay uh, with me. God opened that door. So Amen. yeah, he's in school. He's in high school. Believe it or not, a freshman, a teenager. Yes, man, and he feeling himself too. Yes, yes, you know? I bet. <laughs> but um, you know, we're we're just growing as a family. My wife and I, we do ministry together. Uh, we are one kingdom ministry. Um, my wife is a real estate agent. She does a real estate thing, you know, and we're just growing. God is really just growing us, building us, and establishing us. So that's really been my focus since the documentary is family, establishing and building yeah. this family. Yeah, that's so good. And I know she's thriving. She's thriving in that business. Yeah. Um, I know at one point you were uh, helping, you know, kind of recruit truck drivers and yeah. stuff like that. Uh are you still doing anything with that? Absolutely. Okay. So God has uh, opened the door for me to uh, be a team lead at my job. I'm still recruiting drivers. Um, I'm recruiting CDL drivers and non-CDL drivers. God opened the door for me to go on other podcasts for us with truckers, trucking associations yeah, yeah. and nice. and kind of be a voice there and advocate there for the industry. So um, God is really just enlarging the territory. Yeah, so good. Know? You know, and that was one of the things that Brian you put down on your goal list yeah. was to uh, to have your own business recruiting truck drivers. I don't know if Absolutely. it's I think I don't know if you're working with somebody else or not, but you're doing you're doing what you wrote down to do recruit truck drivers and uh, and guys that's important guys that's important gals that's important even when you're in prison to make sure that you are writing things down that you want to happen. Uh, the Bible says write the vision down, make it plain, make it plain. Make it plain. If it's confusing to you, it's going to be confusing to everybody else. So write it down, make it plain. And that's what Brian did, and Brian's doing that. I want to speak to that because I still have in my journal that I wrote down in prison. Mm. I wrote down, I said, God, I want a job that allows me to not be so busy that I can't spend time with family, that I cannot do ministry, that I can't spend time with you. I want a job that allows me to do that. that's so good. And when I say I work from home, yeah, don't have to leave. Yeah, I'm I'm Come able on. to be there for my family. Go to doctors' appointments. Go to you know everything that they have going on. Mm. I'm able to be present. Yes, and God done that. And 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 it's important to me that that you important to me that I I, I second that what you said. Yeah. write it down. Right, you have to. Um, in the Bible, and um. Abraham, Isaac, all of these people, God will reveal himself to them. And so they didn't have a tablet that they would write down, but they will build altars. Right. Yep. Right. Absolutely. As memorials to, 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 to remember what God had done for them. And so if you would, where, wherever you're at, write down yes, what absolutely. you want God to do. Build an altar yep. in that journal. Right. Memorial. Remember what God has done for you and what you want him to do for you. Absolutely. And then, and then, uh, you know, when when he does it, make sure you acknowledge him. Uh, now, sometimes you write things down or you make things, uh, uh, vow things in your own heart, and he has a different direction. Mm. Such as, uh, I think you met uh, Princess in in your own church, right. but you you kind of didn't want to meet a woman Mm-mm. in your own church. So let's Mm-mm. talk about how y'all met. Absolutely. So um, I I met my wife at church. 
Um, I had a vow. I'm a, I'm a musician as well, so I play, right? And so musicians have a bad rep for messing with all. Just keep it real. Yep. Like messing with all the women in the church, <laughs> you know, just 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 doing all of that thing. Yep. So I wanted to avoid the appearance of evil. Right. So I said, you know what? I'm not, I don't want to talk to no woman in the church that I'm serving. And so at that time, I was serving at Life in Christ Family Church. Shout out to them. And, yeah. and I was serving as a uh, minister of music. And I'm like, I'm not about to mess with none of these women in here. I'm not looking in any direction. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to chill. And so here it is. My wife, Princess, been there the whole time, joins the praise team. <laughs> Amen. Joins the praise team. Still never really just, you know, I, you can know that she's attractive, but you, yeah. I'm not doing that right, right? yeah I'm, I'm focused yeah i'm serious I'm, I'm about purpose and so <laughs> so one day uh how it happens my wife she's in the praise team she sent a message in the chat uh to the praise team hey i'm about to go out you know i'm about to go minister y'all pray for me and everything like that and i noticed no one said anything back to her in the in the message <laughs> and so i'm like Okay, um, woman of God, you know, I pray everything go well, you know, uh, may God be with you and everything like that. And so later on that day, I'm gonna make it short, but later on that day, you know, I get a, I, I, in my head, I'm thinking, I wonder how her assignment went, yeah. you know, how, yeah, yeah. How, how how did everything go? Soon as I thought that thought, I get a text from her saying, "Hey, everything went well." Oh wow! As almost as if she heard me yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, whoa, what's that? I said, that's crazy. I was just thinking in my head, how did it go with you? And so. Ooh, man. Yeah. That's how it started right there. And, and it's just been those moments. I love it. Those moments back to back to where it's like, okay, God, what are you doing? What What's, what's, what's going on here? You know, but you still don't want to rush into it because, right. you know, I've been married before. I'm going to be transparent. We just yeah. background check. Yeah, all right? absolutely. So I've been married before. I, I didn't want to be hurt again. Let's can I just be honest? I didn't want to mess it up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's not when you when you divorce, it's not something you wear around like a badge of honor. You know, especially as a Christian, right? right? And so I didn't want to go that that wrong path, but God, it was important that God direct my path. Yes. And I'm going yes. somewhere with this. Yeah. So even in your relationships, I'm like God, I want you I want the woman that you have for me. Right. I don't trust my own judgment. Right. Okay, I don't trust my own judgment because I know where my judgment leads me. I'm looking at the curves. Come on, uh -huh. fellas, talk yeah, to yeah. me. Come on, Can we yep. be real here? I'm, I'm looking at the curves. I'm looking at the face. Hey, hey I put the, <laughs> I put the curves on my list. <laughs> I tell everybody, write a, make a list yeah. of what you want in a yeah. woman, and, yeah. and and put some spiritual things yeah. on there, and put some physical things yeah. on there too. Yeah. And I wrote, gotta have a black booty on. That, on that's, that's that's it. Hey, I could be a white woman. It that, could be whatever. But she had to have a booty. That's it. Of a black girl. That's and, it. I mean, I you know, my my wife is is nice. My, Amen. My, my wife hit everything on my list. Come on. So that's I'm, all I'm saying. I, God I'm hears agreement. you. God hears you. So if you want curves, yeah. put curves on there. Put it yeah. on that list. <laughs> If you if she want you want long hair, put it on that put list. It on the list. And I told God, I said, God, I want a woman with some hair, real hair. <laughs> and, and there it is, my wife hair all the way down her yeah, back, her yeah. real hair. She wake up the same way. Yeah, and I just yeah, say yeah. that. <laughs> she ain't got to put her hair on. That's it. But, all right, but yeah, God, God will do it for you if you allow Him to direct your path. So when did you when did you realize that God was taking you down the path that? led you to a girl yeah. in the church that you yeah. said you weren't going to do. So just the kicker. So 
one day I invited my wife. Well, you know, at the time we, we were just talking, but I, my wife now, I invited her to my home. I wanted to make a, a meal for her. I heard the Holy Spirit clear as day say, go into your room, your second room, and grab your journal. I grab my journal. I write everything down, y'all. When God teaching me something, I'm writing the lesson down. When God is t- talking to me, telling me something, I write everything down. And so I go to my journal, and he, to the that same day, I, I go back to my journal. I date it, and I, the same day that it was during that right, day, yeah, yeah. I went back to that years ago on the same day. It described my wife to a T. Wow. Come on, man. I dropped the journal. I said, no way in the world. And my wife, my wife was right next to me, like, what are you reading? I said, I'm shaking. And I hand her the journal. And I had my mouth open. And so she reads it and she was like, Wow. Just describing me. What? Wow. What? I said, Oh my God. And I was like Gideon, y'all. I'm like, God, show me another sign. You know how you see something? <laughs> yep. And, and you, you know, fleece after fleece after. All right, if it's really you, yep. then do this. <laughs> and that was the last straw right there. It's like, all right, God, I can't, I, I'm not going to run from it. This, this is truly your doing. Man. And it's been that way ever since. Oh, man. Yeah. That's amazing. That That's a great story. I love hearing, I love hearing uh, stories of couples that God brought together. Yeah supernaturally you know um he did some things with me and jessamy i mean i never thought that i even deserved someone like jessamy <clears throat> but i i'd made a list and god told me six months before i got out of prison when i was about to pray a prayer of committing myself to single man in ministry like paul yeah. he said no don't pray that prayer i got yeah. somebody set aside for you and i didn't know who it was but two days after i got out of prison or one the next day after i got out of prison i'm sharing my story because i was invited to share my story and that that that's a word for somebody. When you get invited to share your story, whether it's to one person or, or a thousand, go share your story. You met you met your wife in church serving. I met, even though I knew her forever, our families had known each other forever. Uh, I I connected with Jessamy in a way that God revealed to me. I, I was sharing my story. Then afterwards, she walks into the room, and the Holy Spirit said, "There she is." Mm. And he, rem- he reminded me of, of the, when he said, I have someone set aside for you. And so, but but what's neat, what's neat, Brian, is for the first time in my life, when I laid off, I was on this woman that I used to coach in eighth grade basketball. Wow. Who did not look the same as she did in junior high. Come on. By, by far. But she looked, she looked amazing. But the first for the first time in my life, I was attracted to a woman for a spiritual reason. Come on. Come on. The spirit that God had cultivated inside me. That's it was excited about the spirit of God in Jessamy. And that was the first time I really understood the whole uh, John leaping in his womb yes. when, when, when yes. Jesus and, and Mary yeah. walked in the room. That's the first time I understood that because it's about the spirit that's, that's inside. And and, and and that's what I knew. And, you know, but I'm still a man. Yeah. And five, five seconds later, I realized how beautiful she was, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. So I was thanking <laughs> God and everything. Absolutely. So I love it when God does that. Yeah. And your story is exactly what that now tell us about tell us about your ministry what what all do y'all do inside and outside tell us what we how how'd you come up with the name what's it all about where are you going what you're doing now what you're doing all that absolutely so the ministry is called we are one kingdom ministries believe it or not it started as a movement inside the prisons 
Okay. When I was incarcerated at the Beatle unit. And so that was during a time where there was a lot of, um, you know, racial tension. That was during a time where it was a lot of, you know, drugs going on. It, the, the unit was at chaos. You know, it was like zombie land. And so that movement, We Are One, started because God began to unify nice. us, um, the different races. We began to collaborate with one another for the glory of God, right? Ooh, um, we, you know, people was coming to Christ, gangbangers laying their flags down, right? Uh, uh, homosexuals coming out of the life style of homosexuality, yeah, 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 yeah. right? Um, um, drug addicts saying, I want to be clean. I want to live for Jesus. So we began to see a movement, and God began to unify us as one. So with that, me being released from prison, always had we're one in mind. Somebody had the name. So I'm like, okay, don't you hate when that? <laughs> Fortunately, nobody had forgiven felons. When that, I got that's dumped. unique and original. Seriously. <laughs> Uh, uh, so, so me and my wife, you know, we, we thought about it. It's like, how can, how can we differ? Well, maybe it's a kingdom. God has a kingdom agenda. Let's, and so We Are One Kingdom ministry uh, was birthed from there. Right now, um, it actually started with after COVID. Um, we couldn't, you know, couldn't go to church. They were shutting church down, you know, because of COVID and different things like that. So I'm like, Lord, I'm just going to start it right here in my home with my family. Yeah. You know, and you're going to hear me say that a lot, family, because if you can't minister to your own family, you know, you, they, they're your number one ministry. Exactly. How can you rule over, you know, God's house when you can't even do it in your own home? So charity starts at home. So I begin to do uh, services in the house with my family, teaching the Bible, teaching, you know, singing and worshiping. And that's how it started without the cameras, without the lights. None of that. It was yeah, just organic. Yeah. yeah. And. I just start to notice some of the messages that God would give me seemed like it, it wasn't just for my family no longer. And people start to say, they're like, you know, my wife, my mom, you know, cause my mom would join in on the services nice. and everything. And my, my auntie, she would join in on the service. So it was family coming yeah, over, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and we would just worship together. And, and it just took off like, Hey, this need to get out. Yeah. God has given, you know, something here that it needs to go out. And so we started our online uh, ministry with YouTube. Um, we kind of go live on Facebook, little snippets and whatnot. Yeah. But um, this year, I mean, this year, this month, actually been two years of online ministry. Oh, man. Praise yeah. the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So what? what's the name of the channel, the YouTube channel? So it's W-A-O-K Ministries. Okay. Um, you, you can look it up on uh, YouTube and um, definitely subscribe, share the videos. But it's just we're in the home doing what we did two years ago. I in think y'all have a specific time, right, on yeah. Sundays at noon on Sunday, or 1? or yeah, Sundays at noon at 1230. Okay. Um, that's when it starts, the worship, and we, we begin service. Okay. So. So now that's not all you guys do. Uh, so so talk about your going back in as well. Absolutely. So my favorite part is going back, you know, because God told me before I left, he was like, go back and see about your brothers. Strengthen your brother. Like he told yeah, you know, Peter, Peter yep. strengthen your brothers. You know, I, I, I'm, I gave you what I told you I was going to give you. But you can't rest into the land until you 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 go back and make sure your brothers get rest. That's so good, you man. know. That's so good. And so that's been a burning desire in my heart. So I had the opportunity to go to Beto, Cofield, Pollitt. Shout out to Pollitt yeah. <laughs> over there. Shout out to Beto. Shout out to Cofield. And, and we're looking to go into more uh, prisons as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you know this yet. 
um, but they are on a system-wide lockdown. No. Every every unit in prison. Uh, and I'm, I'm actually going to um, – uh, you were, like, going to be down a few weeks away, but I'm actually going to bump you up okay. and air this next week. Um, nice. So, so they can uh, be ministered to during the lockdown. Um, it sounds like they're, it's going to be there uh, system-wide for at least a couple weeks. But um, the, the email we got saying that, that it would, you know, as each unit cleared, they would, they would open back up their unit. Okay. But um, it, it sounds like it might be at least a couple weeks before it, that happens, you know. But, the, but then the larger units like Cofield and Beto and Pallage, those are, those are going to maybe a month or so. So, um, you know, you remember lockdowns. Um, what, what, what is something that you can share to the men and women right now during this time? Because uh, some of them that are at units that have no air conditioning. I mean, typically, typically the units didn't do the annual shakedowns in the heat of the yeah, summer. Absolutely, because that was. I mean, they had to work too, and right. so. But this one, uh, they're saying it's because. Uh, Violence stemming yeah. from drug use, yeah. and they're just trying to. And now they're going all digital mail. Yeah. That no more mail, no more paper mail can come into the prison. It's all digital from now on. And um, so, so they just need some encouragement. I, I want to encourage you because um, I remember lockdown, lockdown so well. Um, always remember this: the the church had its greatest growth period during times of persecution and suffering. Always remember that. So you got to understand, as a believer, you actually are prone to grow more in times of increased oppression and come suffering. On, come on, yeah. That's our love language. Like, hey, if I ain't suffering, I ain't doing nothing. I, I need, I, that's the time when I grow. So I remember in lockdowns, I had my greatest revelation of who God is. Oh, man. You know, you you going on a mandatory fast. Why? Because they're not really feeding you like that. Come on, let's just, <laughs> can, we, can we just be honest? Them little sandwiches doesn't do it. You know, it just don't. So fasting, get in there and read more. You can't do nothing else, right? Right, right, so, right. so read, get in them scriptures. You start to pray more. And, and even the, if you don't have a Bible, the Pando app has a Bible on the Pando app. So everybody now has is. has a Bible right in front of them. That it is. God give you what you need. And so I just encourage you to shift your mindset, your perspective, because if you shift your perspective about what you're going through, your attitude would follow. Come on. I'll say that again for somebody. If you shift your perspective, how you view something, your attitude would follow what you actually believe. And so I want you to shift your perspective during this time of lockdown. Know that you're not locked out of God's kingdom and presence. He will invade your cell. He will invade your room and reveal himself to you. This will be a time of revival right there during a lockdown. This will be a time of refreshing during a time of lockdown. So I pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus that this be a time of refreshing yes, for you, yes. be a time of Come refinement on, for you, be a time of renewal for you. Be a time of rebirth for you that God will birth something inside of you that when the doors open and the lockdown is over you will go out and flourish that you your fruit will be seen even though that you going through times of oppression so I just want to encourage you allow God to do what he does inside of you right now mm, 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 mm. I love it I love oh it God. you know and 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 several things come to mind just as you were as you were preaching come Jesus. on call it what it is preaching. <laughs> Um, Paul asked three times for that inconvenience mm -hmm. to be taken away, yeah. for that frustration to be yeah. taken away, for yeah. that 
that that whatever was bothering him to be taken away. Yeah. And God said, no, my, no. Yeah. Yeah. He said, no. Yeah. Sometimes he says no. Yeah. But he says, my grace, grace is sufficient for you. Come on. So now through through your weakness, my strength is made perfect. So now it's not a weakness anymore. Come on. Come it's on. a weakness. Come on. It's a lockdown, but now if you're fasting, it's not a lockdown. Yeah. It's a, it's it's yeah. warfare. You make it work for it's you. Intercessory. Yeah. It's intercessory. It's what the devil meant for bad. Come on, God, God turned around. Turn it around. Yeah. And so, woo man, yeah. don't get us started. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, now when this airs, this will what I'm about to say will be about a week and a half old. But this morning, Brian, on my on my porch, on. and you can verify this uh, about three or four hours ago. You can verify it on Facebook because I made a post about it. Yeah. I'm sitting there on my back porch, looking this direction uh -huh. into the to the shed, the studio, and I'm looking. As I'm looking, my mind, I, I allow my mind to start mm. thinking about all the things I have to do, mm. all the things I haven't haven't got done, yeah. all the things that I need to get done, yeah. <clears throat> and 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 I began to feel the anxiety and the yeah. burden of that, yeah. and then the Holy Spirit said, "Look at the view you have." Mm. Look at the view you have. And right when he said that, I was looking above the studio, above the shed, in the beautiful clouds. Part of the cloud, the tips of the clouds were being reflected of the sun, yeah. and they were like glowing. And he said, look at that. He said, y'all haven't had any rain in a long time. Wow. He said, you just had some overnight rain. Yes. It's cooler on this front porch this morning than it usually is. Come on. Be thankful you, for that. And I said, praise God. You, then he kind of, uh, he said, now come in a little bit. He said, look at that studio. Come he on. Said, that studio, Come on. you're about to do three interviews that are going to be talking about Jesus today. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how God has turned their life around. Your view, the yeah. studio is in your view. He said, now come on back a little bit more. He said, look at that grass that the studio is sitting on. Come on. He said, just a few months ago, you were gripping about this grass because it wasn't your old grass. Come on. For the St. Augustine yeah. from from your old house, yeah. it was Bermuda, and you didn't like it. You didn't know how to take care yeah. of it. You didn't know how to keep it green and weed yeah. free and all this. But look at the, look how green your grass is Come now. On. He said, "Now praise God." And I said, "Praise God." Then he pulled it a little bit more, and on the coffee table, our little fire pit on the on the back porch, there's a glove. Yeah, there's a glove. Uh -huh. it reminded me of softball. Jessalyn's playing softball wow. right now. And how excited she gets when she hits a home run Come or on. when she gets somebody out. And then there's a magnifying glass. And that's Gemma's. Gemma loves to play. It made Come me on. think of Gemma and how much she loves to to make things bigger and, 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 and loves to laugh when she sees my face, how big it is in the magnifying that's glass. It. And then I saw this coffee cup. Come on. This coffee cup, it says Playa del Carmon on it. And, and it reminded me of the wedding that I got to perform last wow. week in Mexico for another forgiven felon who's been out of prison for five or six Come years. On. You know, and, and it started... And then I saw the grill, yeah. the grill that allowed us to have hamburgers last week when, when friends came over and That's we got it. the ministry, That's the it. ministry of fellowship. That's it. And, and, and the Holy Spirit said, you got a pretty good view. Yeah. You don't need to be worrying about Thank all these Jesus. things. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So, 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 and, and you just, yeah. you just confirmed yeah. all of that yeah. the, with perspective. Perspective yeah. is view. That's it. And, uh, you know, and so, so guys, when you're Thank sitting you there, me. when you're sitting there, zoom out a little bit. Don't focus in on the problem. Zoom out. I tell That's the ankle good. monitor guys when they get out, the ankle monitor guys, when you start grappling about that ankle monitor, you're too far in. You're looking right at the ankle monitor. Zoom out. Zoom out. And, and then tell me what you see. That's it. And one of them said, oh, I, I see some jeans. Oh, you don't see white pants? <laughs> come on. Come on. Oh, and I see some Nikes. Oh, you don't see those uh, Rydells or yeah, whatever yeah. we wore back yeah, then? Yeah. Uh, oh, and I see some carpet. Oh, oh, you don't see a concrete floor? Come on. I said, zoom out a little more. What do you see? Oh, I see a sofa. A what? Yeah. A sofa? Yeah. 
Not a bunk, not a metal bunk. Come on. Keep zooming out. Keep zooming out. You know, I see it. Do you see a refrigerator? Come on. (laughs) Talk about it. You see it. You see a TV that you have the remote control over. Come on. You know, so the devil wants to get us so focused on that one thing. That's true. And God just, God says, hey, there's a better view than that. There's a better view. And so thank you for sharing that in that way, man, uh, because I believe that's going to really encourage some men and women behind bars during this time. No matter how hot it is, yep. and, and and we are going to pray for a hedge of protection around because yes. we know that heat that heat yes. is oppressive. But we know the guy who controls that heat, and and he started. They started the lockdown when Wednesday. Wow. Guess what we got coming up this whole next week? Rain. Cooler weather, yep. rain yep. all this week. Absolutely. God knows. God God knows. God God knew y'all were going to be on lockdown, and even though the, the yesterday was record heat, we got some cooler weather coming. Thank you, Jesus. And so I'm just so I'm I'm. You got me all fired up now. Come on, you got me all that's fired it. up because because that's what this lockdown can be. Yeah, the devil wants the lockdown to be one thing, but God God says no, it doesn't have to be that. It can be this. Yeah. You know, uh, th- they think they're being locked down because of drugs and violence, and there has been a lot of yeah. loss of life yeah. on some units, and we don't know what all it's from. Heat, drugs. I know drugs is rampant right now, yeah. but. Um, and if this is used to get rid of some of that drugs, praise God. Yeah, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because, guys, stop doing drugs. Yeah, please. Stop. Hey, what you do in there is what you're going to do out here. So don't be saying I'm going to live right when I get out if you ain't living right when you're in. That's All right? so true. All right. Man, I love hanging out with you. I, I love it, too. We don't, we don't, we don't start it. <laughs> we don't start it. Uh, okay, so you go back into the prisons. Yeah. Um, you go, you go, do you go anywhere regularly or you just kind of go every once in a while when you're invited or when you, when you schedule so something? It's normally when we're invited, but you know, shout out again to the pilots unit. They've been showing so much love. It seemed like we get a chance to at least go once a month, That's you know, awesome. at least out there. So I appreciate the staff there, the administration. They always so gracious, uh, for allowing us to, you know, come there and, you know, to minister. So I thank God for, for them. Well, let me just plug you right now. All right. So everybody listening, because we get invites now because of the Pando app, <clears throat> we get invites all the time and we go to a lot of uh, uh, units now. Cool. So if your unit, okay, go watch the documentary and Brian is in the documentary. His wife is in there. They love to come in and, and share. So if you would like for We Are One Kingdom Ministries to come into your unit, they are open to come into more units. Absolutely. So, right, Brian? Yeah, absolutely. So, so go connect him, uh, connect your chaplain. Even if you want to go through me to connect them, yes. I, I don't mind connecting that way. But, uh, but, but you can also look him up and, uh, and, but, but that you need them. You yeah. need, you need them. Y'all need them at your unit. Do y'all go in together you. or do you just you by yourself? So, uh, so I go with uh, another pastor, Pastor Ken. Shout out to one. Uh, One Kingdom Church, um, you know, he he goes in there with me. Uh, I have Corey. Shout out to Corey Clark. Uh, he evangelized. He he go in there with me. Uh, so there's more other volunteers that's, um, you know, going in there with me. And I can't do it by myself. Yeah. It's, it's too much, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, and I thank God for those brothers who sacrifice their time every week, um, you know, to, to, to do the work of the Lord. Right. You know, yeah. so I thank God for them. Shout out to all those people that do it on a weekly yeah. basis. Yeah, I, I I don't feel called <laughs> to go on there <laughs> on a weekly it's basis. A commitment, yes. Uh, but I'm committed out here. Yeah. When you when you get out, come yeah. on out. I'm 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 gonna take care of everybody out here. But 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 man, I love to go in when yeah. we're invited. But I I don't know that that, that yeah. I'm called to or 
or could do right. equipped yeah, to, shout out to, to all do it. Volunteers that do that it on is, a weekly yeah, basis. That, yeah, that's some hard that's work. Lot. That's a that's a level of commitment that yeah. is just supernatural. Yeah, more grace to you. Amen. To Amen. You. Refreshing yeah. over them in Jesus' name. Yeah. Um, all right. What uh, you know? I wanted to tell you also. I, I didn't get a chance to mention, but um, this year uh, God allowed for me to be off of parole. Woo! Yeah, he he done that. Come right. on. No, no, no come more on. fees. Come on, everybody. Everybody, come on. Yes. <laughs> no no more you know checking what? in. You know what? Here you go. <laughs> yes, thank you, Jesus. Come on. No, no yes. more fees. No more checking in. No more randoms. Glory to God. Yes. <laughs> I don't have a shofar button. I push the shofar button if I had one. That's it. Man. Glory to God. He done it. He Whoa. done it. Wow. He done it. And so I thank God. I want to give him glory because I couldn't have done it without him. Um, you know, he he allowed for me to successfully uh, complete that. And so, um, you know, being off of parole has been a blessing, you know. Amen. Now you yeah. got that. Now you, now that money you give to parole, you yeah. can give to the kingdom. That's it. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Man, so. that's great. That's great. Well, uh, a lot of people don't know this uh, thing that we share. We share a similar interest in professional sports. Um, not the same team, but we both cheer for a black and gold. Uh, and so, uh, tell us, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, about your, um, your, your, the team you root for. So I, I just, I'm gonna be honest. I love good football. I really don't care who's playing, but I'm I'm from New Orleans. I, I, I was gonna say you do care because yeah. we 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 heard a lot of who that. Yeah, black black and gold. You know, New Orleans Saints. I'm gonna ride with them. You know, I love them even with the garbage bags over our head. Come on, y'all, your true Saints fans remember those days, <laughs> yeah. right? So I, you know, I I love my my black and gold, my Saints. You know, I mean, we are Saints of God. Amen. Amen. You know, Amen. So, Amen. Uh, but I just love good football and uh, college ball as well. So, um, you know. Now, who do you like college? College-wise, uh, Bama. <clears throat> Bama. Okay. You know, All I, right. I like Bama, you know. Yeah, they they doing pretty good. No so. Louisiana teams? No. No, no LSU? All right. Yeah, okay, LSU. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> they got yeah. stomped by FA, yeah. Florida State University. Yeah. That's yeah. all right. You know, what do you on, think? Tigers, come on. What come now, on. now? Now, you're a football fan. I'm a football fan first, Cedar yeah. fans second, and then nothing else after that. That's, there you go. Uh, I like that. That's who I am. You know, I'm not like these cowboy fans that have yeah. like a second, third, and fourth team. You, you know, let's let's not even, yeah, let's not even. <laughs> we don't want to waste our yeah, airtime on the Cowboys. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, Hey, what'd you think about that opening uh, opening game? Did you watch any of it or hear about I, what happened? I didn't get a chance to watch it. Um, you know, I didn't. I'm, I'm nowadays. I'm trying to rest up. Lord Jesus, just yeah. work. You know, oh, working yeah, yeah. and family. Yeah. I've just been trying to rest up. But on, you know, if I can catch a game uh, here and I, then I'm doing so, good. So this th- Thursday night was uh, kind of a David Goliath story. You know, the Detroit Lions who have been irrelevant for a very long time. My God, uh, since Barry Sanders, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, did did well at the second half of the mm. year last year, and uh, and and we're doing pretty good. They barely like they, like they put themselves in the playoff picture last wow. year. So uh, Dan Campbell, the new coach, mm-hmm. has lit a fire under them, and they and then they and they they scheduled them to play the Kansas City World Champ, Absolutely. Kansas City Chiefs, to Come open on. this season. Nice. And um, and everybody thought that there was no way Detroit had a chance. Now now Kansas. Is, was missing Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. their their star oh, tight yeah, end, he's good. and uh, and Bruce, uh, uh, Chris Jones. Okay, they're all pro defensive end, you know, and so so they they were missing some people, yeah. 
But at the same time, I mean, you they, they still Super showed Bowl, up. Super Bowl champs. You got to you got to you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. But the Detroit Lions beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, shout out to on, Detroit on, thir- on Thursday night. So that's good. That's good. Congratulations. You know, um, uh, everybody wants to put an asterisk beside it because you know they were missing their two star <laughs> players and. You know, and I'm just like, you know, I don't know. What if what if Goliath was having a bad day that Come day? On. What if he was sick to his stomach? What if he had a had a had a headache? You know, do we put an asterisk by David's victory because the Goliath well, wasn't feeling good that a day? Victory. A victory is victory, That's right? It. That's it. A victory <laughs> is victory. I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Uh anything um anything new yeah. coming up for, for We Are One Kingdom Ministries or Yeah, so um working on a couple of things. One um, and those at the Beto unit could appreciate this, but I'm working on a book um, that's set to be due. Um, I'm going to put a deadline on myself. I'm going to do it February 12, 2024. Okay, and, I'm writing that down. Yeah, I'm going to put a deadline on myself. I'm live here. Y'all hold me accountable. <laughs> Come on, y'all, y'all, y'all hear him now. Y'all hear him. Yep, but the book is called uh, How to Lead in Opposition. Oh, man. Yeah, and it's really based off of the book of Nehemiah how he he led a great um campaign and building of the um you know the city walls during that time so god taught me a lot while in prison yes yes strategies from nehemiah taught me how to lead while i was there at beto mm. and those at beto know what i'm talking about yeah. they walking around with their journals right now with some of those same notes i'm i'm doing a book god led me to do a book to put it in a book easy to read format for you to be able to lead, whether it's your family, whether it's a business, whether it's a ministry, whether you're in politics, you know, city council, whatever you at, this book is going to be a blessing for the for the man of God or, or the woman of God to be able to lead during intense times of opposition. Mm, so, so good, so good. Yeah. Um, what was that date again? February what? February twelfth. Now, is there a significance with the the twelfth? The the twelfth, yes, of course. You know this this kingdom order God establishing. Come on, let, let let's talk about it. He's establishing. So February twelfth, twenty twenty four. I'm putting it. I heard it out my mouth. Didn't you get out somewhere around that time? Was I, it January? I October. Think? October. Oh, you got out in October of right. that year. Uh, October of twenty seventeen. Okay, I couldn't remember. So you were still at Forgiven Felons. For a few months, you yeah. were there in January, February. Yeah. But I think you moved out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you moved out. So I stayed at Forgiven Felons about six, six, six seven months. months. Six months. Yeah, yep. I remember. I remember now. Yep. Because I think you moved out June first. Right there, you go. June first. I they, think that's when you told me. You said they, June first, and yep. so you came in. Uh, you know, right before the New that's Year's. Yep. Cool. So shout out to Forgiven Felons too. I want to say that because God connected us in such a way. Y'all know the story. I mean, you you probably heard the story, but I, I still got to acknowledge it. God connected uh, Jaden in your ministry, and that's why I advocate. Every time I go back, I still say, guys ask me, where I need a place to go. I need a place to go. The first place that come to mind is forgiving felons. I'm sorry. It's no place. I'm not trying to do this because I'm just here, but I got to tell the truth. Forgiving of felons was such a blessing because it was a place of peace. When you come out, there's so much distractions out here. There's so much noise out here. Um, and you don't need that right. when coming out. You need a place of solitude so you can re-enter society and get your thoughts together. And Forgiving Felons was that place for me. It was a place of peace, a place, a place of order 
Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Uh, a place of solitude. And, 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 and I appreciate the connecting with the church. I would have yeah. never known about Trinity yeah. or even given the opportunity to serve with the youth or any of that if I was not connected to uh, Forgiven Fellas Ministry. So shout out to everything that you're doing. God is enlarging you. I pray that he continue to enlarge your territory and that everything that you literally touch will prosper mm. for his kingdom Come and on, his glory. That. He's going to get his glory out of you in this ministry. You're going to be impacting not only the state of Texas, but the world, my mm. friend. So may God continue to increase you as you continue to be obedient to him. Mm. Thank Amen. you so much, Brian. Thank you so much. Amen. As we, uh, as we come to a close, I do have one more question. I, I think I've checked off all my stuff, and we've let the Holy Spirit move as well. Um, who are some people in your life uh, that have influenced you spiritually? Spir spiritually, um, first, I got to, and, and, and please hear me when I say this. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, there, there's some people, and I'm talking to, to some people that may understand where I'm coming from with this. God is jealous over you. Let me say that. And what I mean by that is he dealt with me in such a way that he he kind of, I'm going to say he isolated me, but he he kind of, he wanted to be my teacher. So I got a chance to grow. That growth that you saw when I came out yeah. was due to God bringing me unto himself. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the Holy Spirit began to teach me. But there are people, men that I admire that I may have never met that I admired, Dr. Tony Evans. Mm. Amen. Let's talk Amen. about it. Yes. You know, Dr. T Tony Evans, you know, he I, I admire his uh, teaching. His teaching was impactful uh, in my, my life. Robert um, Robert Morris, you know, a gateway, right? Yep. Yep. So powerful teachings. Miles um, Monroe, yes. you know, there, there's some teachings oh, that he has so really impacted my life. So even though these are men that I never got a chance to meet, but I heard their message. That's why this is so important. Yes, but yes. I heard their message. Yes. And 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 it had a profound effect on my walk, mm. and so I, I thank God, and I, and I know there's more, there's more men of God, women of God that I'm pr probably forgetting, but these are these are the ones that I can remember off offhand. Um, even T, uh, uh, Bishop T D Jakes, there were some yeah. some teachings of a book that he wrote um, about Ephesians, um, pro profound effect on my life. So. Amen. Um, definitely open yourself up to hear other other men and women of God. Yeah, that's but, so good. That's so good. Yeah, but they they definitely you know I can learn from I can learn from anyone. You, you know? know that's what I tell a lot of people is is a lot of people say well I don't listen to this person because they believe this they yeah. believe differently and I'm like look God can teach me something through somebody I have nothing in common with exactly sometimes more than I have with everyone in common everything in common with and so if you're a student. And you allow the Holy Spirit to teach you in everything and through everything, uh, then He's going to teach you. You, you you're going to be able to learn yeah. at a level that just transcends relationships, ethnicity, uh, socioeconomic, you know, whatever. And uh, and 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 so that's why I was like, when I was in prison, they're like, "Well, we believe this. Once yeah. saved, always saved. We yeah. believe in this. We believe in that." We like, "Hey, you believe? You let's let's focus on the the, the commonalities." Come on. Let's don't focus on that different, that one thing that yeah. divides us that the, that the devil wants us to focus on. Exactly. Let's zoom out and go, okay, you do believe there's only one way to heaven. That's yeah. And, and it, as long as we believe that, then then all this other stuff, it, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know they what don't. I mean? Now we gotta live. We have a conduct of living, the yep. biblical principles, but um okay, so so 
if everybody in prison right now could get a hold of one book, mm-hmm. what what should that one book be? <sighs> That's a good one. Because well, well, I'll, I'll kind of guide you on this. I tell people, I read lots of books in prison. I've, I've read more books in prison than I've still read combined all my lifetime, even outside of prison. I still read, but not as much as I did in prison. But the first book I read out of, out of ADSEG, where God changed my life in ADSEG, was a book called The Dream Giver mm. by Bruce Wilkinson. Wilkinson. And I tell everybody, read it. Wherever you are, even out here, even in prison. But in prison, read it because it changed my life. It's the reason Forgiven Felons exists. It's the reason this podcast exists. It's the reason the Resource Center is in the dream process. So if they could get a hold of one book and you suggest one book more than any, what would it be? I'm going to say this, and it's kind of ironic. I'm going to say Dr. Tony Evans' The Kingdom, uh, The Kingdom Man uh, book. I I hated that book at first. I'm going to be real with you. The conviction maybe or what? Yeah, I hated it to the point where, like, I don't want to read this, and and I, I didn't read it. I didn't actually read the book in its entirety until years later. Oh, That's how man. much I hate it. Because, oh. can we be honest, the truth will confront you. Ooh, yes. You know, yes. and I didn't want to hear no more. And so I was just like, ugh. And I ain't picked that book up until years later, but I, I loved it. Um, and it and, and, and had a profound effect on my life as a man, as a kingdom man. Yeah. Um, and, and so I, I recommend that book, Kingdom That's Man. That's good. That's good. And and for for the for the ladies and the women, uh, there's Kingdom Woman. Okay. Uh, I actually bought my wife that book. I told my wife, "Hey, read Kingdom Woman." You know, and it's kind of guides you through the same principles. So that's good. That's so good, man. You talk about you want to know how to go through a trial. Hmm. Let's talk about man, (laughs) man. I mean, I got to watch my dad one year out of prison on his deathbed, cancer eating him up, and he's sitting there saying, "Hey, son, let's sing this song." You're you're a uh, you're a good good father, and I'm thinking, what? I'm learning from my dad, wow. and he's he's laying there with cancer, yeah. eating at him faster than they can chemo yeah. and radiate it, yeah. so that he they they pronounce him dead. Yeah. You got two weeks to live. He lived another three months after that, yeah. but at on that deathbed, I got to watch my dad go through a trial that moved him from here to heaven. Yeah. Yeah. And and everybody that came to buy to the house to pray, they're like, man, it's so peaceful. He was not in any pain. No. And most cancer patients wow. at the end, they're, they're just feeding the morphine no. to keep the pain, keep the comfort, you know. And the the hospice nurse was just like confused. They're like, Mr. Gum, you have all this morphine. He's like, I'm not in pain. Yeah. Wow. And so it was just like, a miracle. it was like we got to watch my dad so peacefully go through a trial, yeah. and he wasn't sitting there going, Why me, God? Yeah. He was saying, you're a good, good father. That's glory to God. Whew, Speaking of father, um, you got a chance to meet my father, but, yes. you know, he's no longer with us. He yeah. passed. Yeah. And so one of the things is, uh, real quick, and I know we're wrapping up, but um, I got to give glory to God because that was a reconciliation that had taken place yes. between my father and I. Me and my father, you know, my father was my hero when I was small, but there was a time where, you know, it was, you know, he left. Yeah. Just well, it it's in it the is. documentary. Yeah. That, that you, yeah. You recall that moment in the documentary, Christmas yeah. Eve, yep. and he left. He left. And, you know, God dealt with me on the inside about forgiveness, yeah. which I learned that is something that you can't do in your own strength. And God had restored my father in, in, in my relationship to the point where my father, i never forget, he was sitting in a service. He came way from Louisiana, sitting in a service with me at the house, and I'm preaching. 
and I'm seeing my, uh, I'm not going to cry, uh. <laughs> but uh, I'm seeing my dad just, you know, shed tears, giving glory yeah, to God. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And afterwards, I got it on video. Mm. I'm, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. But he was telling me, son, you're doing everything that I wanted to do. And this is the words that every son want to hear their father say, I'm so proud of you. Mm. I'm proud of you. When I look at you, I'm looking at me. You're doing everything I wanted to do. And, and I thank God for that moment. Yeah. What I've been wanting when I was small, <laughs> he gave it to me before my dad passed. Mm. And if I would have came out still bitter at my dad, if I would have came out like, man, he, you wasn't there for me. Forget you. I don't want you in my life. Don't try. If I would have came out with a stony heart, I would have missed out on that treasure. Yeah. So I want to encourage somebody that may be harboring unforgiveness towards your father, towards your mother, brother, whoever it is, let it go. Allow God to give you the grace to empower you to release them. Because God, God done a work in my heart, and I would have missed out on that moment. Yeah. When my father passed, yeah. just to know that I would have been living with regret if mm. I'd never forgiven that mm. man. You know, the way the way you talk about it reminds me of okay, you can either prepare the soil yeah. for something to grow. Come on. Or you can harbor the bitterness and let that soil get hard and parched and not be able to grow anything out of it. That's it. And if you'd have harbored that bitterness yeah. while you're in prison, yeah. your soil would not have been ready for the miracle he had right before he went to heaven. And so what you did yeah. was you prepared the soil. Yeah. You know, so like, what are you doing to prepare the soil for the miracle seed that God wants to grow in your life? What are you doing to prepare? Because if you're not preparing the soil, remember we talked about yeah. it before the show, seasons. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not plowing that soil and preparing that soil yeah. and giving it the water and the nutrients it is before anything is even in there, then when the seed is sown, the seed, I believe the seed was, was, was you starting your own yeah. church yeah. in the house. Yeah. Yeah. And then he comes, and as soon as he's... The soil was already prepared. prepared. You worked and toiled so hard yeah. to prepare that soil, and then right when he's there, then and, and the miracle happens. Miracle happens, know? and, and so, so that's good, man, yeah. Brian. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So I just want to encourage you know everybody. Let, let's let's just be honest. Let's just get real with God. You, these are not things that you're gonna go after if you don't love them. You, you're not gonna be worried about trying to forgive. If you're not going to be trying to worry about being kind to your neighbor, you're not going to worry about these things if you don't really love him. So I want to encourage you to get into a love relationship. When you love someone, you want to please them. Yep. You're not scared about going to hell or just, you know, things like that. No, I, I don't want to disappoint you, Father. I just I love you. I want to I want to do it your way. I'm your son. And so I encourage all the sons and daughters out there of God to just press in and love on him. And his love language is obedience. Yeah. If you can learn yeah. obedience, which means submission, if you can just submit, God would do miracles like he done for me. Restoration of family. You know, all the years that 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 I wasted and given, God restored. Lord. Yes. I've accomplished more in this short amount of time than I ever did yeah, yeah. before. Come on. Not living for God. You know what I mean? So allow God to restore you. He renews the mind. He renews the heart and all these outer things he will do as well. But it starts with him. Restore that relationship and repair that relationship with God. If you help, you may be harboring unforgiveness to your father in heaven. 
Amen. Not just talking about on an earthly yeah, level. Yeah. What about your father in heaven? Yeah. Right? It may be animosity, hostility. The Bible says there's an enmity. We are hostile in our minds towards God. Let's reconcile that today while we still can. I'm, I'm just That's making so an appeal right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please reconcile that while you still can, while it's still day. You know, the Father loves you unconditionally. Come on home. Return yes, back home. Yes. It's not too late. You didn't go too far. You know, God, God can restore you. So uh, on that note, man, <laughs> on that note, thank you, Jesus. Let's let's uh, let's pray it out. Yeah. Um, and uh, I always love to pray o- uh, over the over the episode and over everybody yeah. watching at the end. But 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 when I have a guest like yourself on the show, I want to ask you to do the honors yeah. and just uh, and just pray pray yeah. over everything we've talked about regarding the inmates. Um, and uh, and and but also we we want to bless you and your ministry. We want to just say that we we believe that God is expanding your territory as well. Thank you. For and uh, inside prison, outside prison, and that He's going to be opening doors for you that uh, that 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 no normal man can open and no normal man can shut. Mm. And that that uh, and, and that that no no matter what it looks like, no matter what it looks like, no He's working ahead of you. He's he's working. He's already he's already been where you want to be, mm. and he's and he's preparing. He's preparing the soil. Come on, for when you get to walk on the land, Thank and you, Joshua Jesus. says, every place you put your foot on, he's gonna give you. My God, I received that blessing. All right, I received that blessing. So uh, pray us out, man. Pray for everybody here, out here, and in there, and uh, and 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 just everybody, man. Take us home, Father. We come to you, Lord God, grateful. Mm. We don't take your mercy for granted, God. God, we give you glory. It's all about you at the end of the day. God, we want everything from our families, from ourselves to reflect your glory. Yes. So, God, I pray with this podcast, with Jaden as he leads, him and his family, in the ministry, forgiven felons, everything that you have entrusted, my God, to him. God, I pray that you enlarge it for your glory. God, I pray that you just breathe on this ministry even further, God. Open effective doors, God. We don't just want a door open. We want effective doors in the name of Jesus, God. So I pray that this message, that this podcast will go out and the audience will grow. There will be more that will listen. And not only listen, God, that they will receive what you have given your your manservant to say, God. The guest that he brings on as he be a good steward over he who he brings on God I pray that you will cause their messages to flourish yes. and it would not return back void oh my God yes. that the words that come out of this podcast God will not return yes. back void but would accomplish what you set for it to do in the name of Jesus God I pray for my brethren my sisters behind the bars yes. oh my God I, I plead God for them that you would have mercy on them especially during the summertime yes. when it's so hot God you have God, I pray that you just cover them, blow on them. You did it for me when I was in the cell, God. Somehow you just allowed the cool breeze to come through, Father. I pray that there will be some time of refreshing, not only in the natural, but also in the spirit, God. I pray that you refresh them in the name of Jesus. I know that you will do a new thing in them, God, and that you will continue the work that you're doing in them, God. I pray that many will come to repentance. Yes, sir, repentance. May they change their minds about the way they're living. May they change their minds and their hearts about the, what they're doing, God, and agree with you again. May there be reconciliation 
living God. In the name of Jesus, I pray that those that are hearing this podcast may accept your son, Jesus Christ, as yes. Savior for, the, for, for their sins, God. I pray that they will walk with him, talk with him, grow it with him, be a, 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 a mm. committed disciple, God, that they mm. won't just stop here, that they will continue to grow and flourish and bear fruit, God. In the name of Jesus, we love you. We give you glory. And it's all about you. In Jesus' yes. name we pray. Amen. 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 Brian Dupour, thank you so much, man. Yes, man. This has been amazing to get to hang out yes. with you, Absolutely. catch up with you. Uh, we follow. I, I love following Princess. I know you're not a yeah. social media person, yeah. uh, but 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 you you are on YouTube, so you can't get away from social yeah. media. <laughs> yeah. He's you got to get on there yeah. anyway. So we that was but, a leap of faith. But I tell <laughs> I tell you what, though, man. Uh, I know uh, I haven't told you this, but I'll sneak on there every once in a while and and listen to you Thank and you, uh and and i'm proud of you Thank you. uh god's given you a, a a unique voice to share his word and uh and, and it may be a, a it may be just a, to an unknown audience right now on youtube um unknown in numbers unknown in faces but you're you're you're, you're changing lives you're Praise changing God. lives Thank and uh so proud of you so proud of your family the king and the, the way you lead uh in a kingdom manner and uh, it's obvious since you've read books like Kingdom Man, and um, thank you for for following those principles. At, yeah. at some point, I know I've done the same thing and read books like eh. Yeah. Uh, one of the books that I read in prison called Measure of a Man, mm. and by Gene Getz, and and I did not measure up wow. <laughs> when I first started reading that book, and I took about a three month break from it until the Holy Spirit said so. But thank you for being the Kingdom Man you are. Thank you for being a leader, even when you were at the house for a few months, uh, six months or so at Freedom Founds. You were a leader. You weren't a house manager, but you were the leader in the wow. house. People watched you. They could watch. I still point to you as an example when it comes time to writing goals down. Wow. Uh, when it comes time to writing goals, yeah, yeah. I always use you as an example. And uh, so thank you for being that example. Thank you for never wavering mm. in your in your call, Jesus. in your path. Um, thank you for never wavering. And uh, and we love y'all. We love, love the Dupors. Love you too. Uh, uh, we love mom too. Tell yeah, mom yeah. hello. Shout out mama. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, all right, man. Until next time. We're going to get you and uh, Princess on next time. Play, lead us in some oh, worship. Be awesome. All right? Awesome. All right, man. Looking Thanks. To it. Thanks again. Amen. Hey, man. Hey, man. Game and you. Amen. 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 Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Background Check Podcast brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with a past realize their future. For more information, please visit ForgivenFelons.org. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and please don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss the latest episode. I'm J.D. Gum, and this has been Background Check.